Here we go. What's going on, Frankie? What's going on, Mike? Long time no see. Literally. Yeah. Did, you, did you get a haircut? I did. Shay, uh, my house. Do you like it? Nice. I got I'm one too yesterday. Uh, I'm accepting underground uh, customers. But I only use one razor. This is it. Nice. I got one too yesterday. Shaking, man. Where'd you go? If we're still closed. I, I, you, you can't disclose. No, I went to uh, a hairdresser, but it, in the basement. It's, it's COVID, okay. It was COVID friendly. I'm sure it was. <laughs> I won't ask what else happened in the basement. <laughs> it was all kosher, buddy. I'm sure. Well, let's leave it at that. So what's what are we talking about today, man? I think this is going to be interesting. So this is one of my favorite topics. Yes. It's the side hustle. I love a little side hustle, a little grind. I, 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 no, I've known you for what, 20 something years? How many side hustles have we done? Buddy, I, I've lost count. <laughs> I seriously I think we're in the probably hundreds, literally hundreds. Exactly. I mean, ask our wives. <laughs> They've heard everything under the sun. <laughs> we did this, we did that, we painted. I, I, I can't, you know, I can't even count. But we have, a, we have our own little acronym. G-O-G-C. G-O-G-C. Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> I think... Uh, uh, it, it's, we, we laugh, but there's been a few that, you know, we made some decent side money. No, I think it was some of our side hustles had some good uh, intentions. And some were profitable. Some, and some wouldn't even get off the ground. <laughs> but can we just talk about the side hustle of ACN? I don't even know what it stood okay. for, but it was like that multi-level marketing scam. <laughs> I, I, I totally forgot about that. Like you reminded me about it the other day and I was like, holy oh my shit, God. I, I totally forgot about it. Dude, did we even put, I think we did some, uh, put some money into that. I can't remember. No, we didn't. We used to go to these like events and, and like sit in these massive uh, audiences and, and listen to these talkers, and we're like, "Wow!" But he, and it he, didn't go anywhere. Our coach, you remember our coach's name or our mentor? No, Ron, you tell me his name. Ron Siegel. Ron Siegel. Man. <laughs> wow. Ron Siegel. Is that guy even alive or what, buddy? If you're listening know. right now, Ron Siegel, you are a legend. Ron a legend. Siegel, ACM. <laughs> But that wasn't really that wasn't a side hustle. That was like some MLM crap that you know never got going. But our best side hustle, I think, uh, when we were younger, which is not dead. Are you talking about Canadian Pro? Yeah, man, we used to do renovations. And I'm telling you, it's not dead. We can easily. I mean, I still, you know, I I tinker with it like from time to time with uh, friends and stuff and my own house. So I don't know why it just died but i think it died because i mean it, it's it's something you gotta put a lot of time into i mean at the end of the day yeah it's it's either your toolbox or your briefcase and we kind of chose yeah. a different path but i mean i'd love to continue doing that even if it is for like family and friends but it's, it's it was fun it's fun while it lasted yeah we made um we made some decent money i i still remember i paid for my laser eye surgery with all the money we made from, uh, from Reynolds. From that one, well, there was that one uh, condo. That what what happened? Like there was a fire or someone or something happened, and 
we basically went in and didn't even lift a hammer, um, but made some good coin. That was one of our most profitable, profitable little gigs. Yeah, so we had some some pretty good side hustles with, uh, or some some side gigs with Canadian Pro. So I'm ready when yeah, you are, man. Successful. If you want to resume. The uh, we, still, we still got views on our Facebook site. Yeah, the Facebook page is still alive. Canadian I Pro at it the other Contractors day. Group. <laughs> That's why I'm getting alerts. You have two new views, eleven new views. I'm like, who's who's watching? We haven't posted a photo in five years. Exactly. <laughs> but what like right since? now, what are you what what are you up to right now, in terms of like a um, side hustle? So right now, uh, and it just started. I mean, we always dabbled with this, but over the last year, we have found a pretty interesting side hustle, and that's uh, selling on eBay. Just um, going. Th- going to thrift shops, uh, Valley Village, um, garage sales, yard sales, a la Gary V. Um, yeah, we've had some good success over the last year, so we're not stopping. I know the pandemic has kind of hurt us in terms of finding inventory, but it's been fun. And uh, yeah, we continue to this day. I actually had two sales today. Yeah, I, uh, How about you? I look at your eBay page and it's loaded with uh, product, so... It's everything. I see you're selling a lot. It's it's good. It's whatever we can get our hands on. So I don't really look for a particular item or, or you know a niche. It's whatever I think I can sell for a profit, essentially. So I do my homework and uh, yeah. So I have over a hundred items right now. So it's been I, fun. I, I actually um, I've tinkered with it, but like I'm not like you. Um, you, you have like a, a ton of product. I was lucky this last year. I was able to pick up some brand new merchandise at wholesale so yeah. i got a bike at wholesale i got a snowboard and bindings and i flipped those um on marketplace and i made some good coin yeah um but again it was like it's not that i stumbled on the product but i was able to get it at a wholesale and i was only able to get one or two things um yeah so it's not something that can sustain me but it was nice to, to flip because I made some good money. Yeah, we're going My through side a, bit of a rental right now. So I was just uh-huh. going to say we, we're going through a bit of a rental right now. So I've had to stop inventory because we've got literally, I think, a dozen plus Dude, boxes. I've, I've seen your garage. It's like loaded with stuff. <laughs> so we've got boxes and boxes that I haven't even gone up to list on eBay or, or Marketplace or whatever other Poshmark. I'm like, I'm all over the place. Um, <laughs> So we'll, we'll, we'll have, we have to put a bit of a halt on getting more inventory unless something pops, you know, like something that I know yeah. can sell for good coin, but we, we have to put the brakes on that. And yeah, like you said, you've seen my garage. It's, that's all inventory that's uh, going to be going up at some point. Anyways, enough about my little side hustle. We can talk about that a little more in detail later, but talk, tell me about yours. Cause yours, uh, intrigues me and i'm sure there's listeners or viewers that can probably uh maybe even get some tips and tricks from what you're doing yeah i i think i started mine like by accident it was it was out of a passion turned into a project turned into like a like a side hustle but you know i'm i'm huge into riding bikes and i got a pretty expensive road bike and every year i was paying a lot of money to have someone fix it and maintain it and service it and so I'm like, let me do this myself. I'm, I'm a pretty handy guy. So I took a course. I went to Winterborne Institute in Guelph. So shout out to them. 
It was a two-day course, but it basically taught me the ins and outs of how to service my bike. And then I started buying tools. And the tools were expensive. And I was like, how can I offset the cost of these tools? Maybe I can start, you know, servicing bikes for people in the neighborhood. And I, I think I started that like three years ago. And it's just grown ever since. Yeah. Now my garage is is now, it's now like a little uh, service center for bikes. I built my uh, workbench and I got all my tools in there. That looks um, solid. And, and I kind of built a, like a little bit of a clientele in the neighborhood. And it's just referral after referral after referral. Last yeah. year, because of COVID and bike shops were just rammed with with people wanting to ride oh, and imagine. service their bikes. They were they were telling people it's going to be two weeks before you get your bike back. And so yeah. last year was just crazy for me in terms of the amount of people that were coming coming to me asking me for service. And it's kind of like, you know, come full circle. Like, okay, I obviously had the winter off, but early March, the bike started coming in again and been busy at night and on the weekends servicing bikes. So, so that's my positives. little side hustle. It's, pardon? There's... I said there's many positives that have come out of COVID and this was definitely a good, you know, feel good story. Um, as a result of, you know, the, the pandemic, you've actually killed it over the last year with, with servicing bikes and sales. Yeah, it's, it's been good. I mean, to be honest with you, uh, servicing is, is, is one thing and it's, it's decent money, but it's not great money. I think the great yeah. money would be selling bikes and you can't get bikes. I mean, if anyone has a bike thought, to sell, I'll buy have it. Have you ever thought about uh, opening up a brick and mortar store? Um, or is it even yes something no, considered, but I mean, considering retail now? Uh, I wouldn't do it in this market, one. Yeah. But in Canada, it's it's a seasonal it's a seasonal gig, right? And so, what do you do all yeah. winter? Right. Yeah. Unless you're like a skis and bike store, but I don't think they're even yeah. doing that great. But it's a side hustle. That's exactly what. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to leave it at a side source. hustle. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't do it as a full-time thing. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you remember a few other things that we, we dabbled in? Oh, man. The other interesting one, but it makes me laugh, was uh, off-the-wall cartoons because our first gig, so we used to paint caricatures or, or Disney characters, whatever, on, on children's walls. And I think the first gig, I think it was the first gig, you cut your finger, you sliced your finger. Yeah, it was, <laughs> was a daycare. Yeah, it was a daycare. I'm like, okay, and I, again, grand opening, grand closing. I don't think we touched another. Uh, yeah, I sliced another my finger with an exacto knife, and yep, <laughs> <laughs> I had to finish the job with like blood coming off my head. Man, oh man. So, but that's one of the one, that's do? one of those those things that d- didn't go very far. Yeah, that died instantly. Um, I, I know we had hundreds. I just it's maybe some are even embarrassing, but. What else? Uh, but like the way I look at it, you could say, oh, it's embarrassing or whatever. But we did so many things. Some stuff was you successful. Learn. Some wasn't. Yep. But you learn, right? You learn and exactly. you grow and and yeah. it helps you yeah. in, we, in the next thing that you want to do, right? We didn't accept the failure and just said, okay, well, we tried. And we just bounced back up and we just tried something going. else. And find, yeah, find another. I mean, we, we I don't know if this if you consider enough. this a, a if you consider this a side hustle, but like your card collection right now, and we talked about this on another podcast, but yeah, that's kind of like a side hustle, and people are, are oh, making a lot of money. Hundred percent. 
you know, you 100%. can buy, buy and resell, buy and resell because the profitability on cards is, is, is peaking right now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think... Like, I don't know if you consider it a side hustle or more of a, a hobby. To me, it's I'm right in the middle of both because there's the emotional side and I just want to collect, you know, the, the young guns and, and then there's the investor side where you want to sell those and then, you know, continue to get something else. And what, what else is hot right now? So I'm more of a collector still, though. I think I'd hard. Yeah. I'd rather collect um, and appreciate what I have. And then maybe down the road, sell it or, you know, pass it on to the kids. But um, yeah, it, it is a side hustle, though. Like we've, we've sold some stuff online together, boxes yeah. that we bought. But again, unless you want to be a serious uh, investor or have that mindset, another little side yeah, I mean it, for me for me it's it's I'm I'm looking at it as, as something that's enjoyable to do right now exactly but in my mind I'm thinking about yeah I can make money off this but that's like down in the down way down in the future yeah yeah like build that portfolio of cards now and then sell it later so it's not something right. that it's going to quickly turn over um Well, we so have have I'd love to, I'd love to get into the those. flipping life like you, right? Yeah. Because uh, I think that's something that's not easy to do, but you can make some decent money. I, I know we've gone to need, thrift stores together. You need patience. And what's your goal going to a thrift store? I mean, you, first of all, you need patience because when you go into a thrift store, it's overwhelming. Like there's so much shit that you – some of it is literally crap and then there's some stuff that you got to do your due diligence do your research look at you know what what some of the sold comps are um but i think where i really even started with flipping is look inside your own house you know you want to declutter you want to get rid of crap look around and i'm sure you'll find dozens of items that you could say yep let's sell and that's how really how it started Uh, but my wife was always more of like that thrift thrifter like that shopper that looked at vintage or things that she knew had um had resale um and so she got me into it i to be honest before we had even met i don't think i probably stepped in stepped foot into valley village once or twice in my life and now i'm there like every time (laughs) yeah at least myself maybe once or twice a week but she's probably there like all the time but yeah it's it's been pretty pretty profitable Okay, so but you guys are doing it, and there's a ton of other people doing it, and so you got to know what you're looking for, and you yeah. kind of got to be the first in the door because all the good stuff gets taken up really quickly. We, yes. So there was a period where we lined up uh, every day, stores open at eleven, and we'd have to choose. You know, are we going to this Valley Village? Are we going to that? And there's times where we hit all three or four. There's about four for them within my uh you know within like a 10 minute drive but you have to be strategic because there's a lot of flippers uh even in the city and some of them i actually start to you know recognize as you go around uh from shop to shop it's fine though it's some competition is is fine um i'm not aware or i'm not afraid um of, of the competition it's it's do what you want to do what you want to look like or find what you can find and just that's it like just don't be greedy share that's what i say anyways but there's some people that 
are, are greedy and, and try to take everything out of value village or even yard sales i'm not like that i'll just get whatever and again this is a side hustle for me i don't want to get too overwhelmed either yeah exactly um, so that's one thing like i'm itching for i yeah. i didn't do enough of it prior to covid but now that covid's here and we don't have them anymore. I'm like itching for it, but like garage sales. I love going to garage sales yeah, and treasure hunting. How it's going to play out. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, it'll be interesting how garage sales uh, play out here in the U.S. I mean, I know my wife's uh, mom has already gone to a couple, but their, <laughs> their uh, uh, pandemic plan is a lot different than ours. So we'll leave yeah. it at that. You know, I, you talked about selling stuff in your house, and I, I look around, and, and and I find it very difficult. Even if, like, something's sitting there and I haven't yeah. used it in a long time, I'm like, ah, do I want to sell it? Am I ever going to use it? You have to it? ask yourself: Is it sentimental? If it's not, and I'm not a hoarder, but at the same time, it's, yeah. it's I don't know. Yeah, take the emotional out of it. Take you know, if there's meaning behind it, you know, it's one thing. Otherwise, psh, scrap it. It's just going to sit. And that's what we've realized, yeah. even with our stuff. You've seen the box I've had, but some of that is inventory. Some of it's just crap that I've had when I moved in here and when Jess moved in. Yeah. It adds up. It adds up quick. It adds. Well, dude, I know. I, what, almost 19 years in this house? Yeah. Like, I don't know how many every year. It's like purge, purge, purge. Yeah. But yeah. we constantly fill up. <laughs> So it's like, where does this stuff come from? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But. I think, I think another episode we got to talk about is maybe changing to like that minimalist uh, mindset, get rid of everything. Yeah. And we talk about that. It's funny. Cause we talk about that. Like we try to be minimal for everything, even including what's in our like <laughs> kitchen drawers and then stuff just piles up and it piles up, yeah, yeah. but we'll get there. <sighs> Cool. So many, how many um, bikes uh, are you servicing right now? Do you ever get like uh, overwhelmed with, with bike sale or servicing? I don't get overwhelmed because um, when I get calls, I do get calls in bunches, but I sort of plan it out. Like, hey, I can't take your bike now. Bring it to me on this date. Um, yeah. And I always have one or two on the go. Yeah. But typically I start May, you know, and, and this year I've started in March. Um, I've already worked on like eight bikes this month. Oh, wow. And again, this is only weekend work. Um, I haven't even been doing yeah. it like at night after work. It's it's all weekends and it's fun. But Have you at thought same about time, doing the same for like uh, skis though? Like is there like a course you could take and maybe dabble with that so you can do stuff in the winter? Uh, skis, I know how to do the bindings. Um, but you need you need equipment to do the waxing mm. and grinding and yeah i'm not going to go spend the money on that kind of stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. again right. like this kind of started and i think that's what m most people think of like oh where can i make money uh and, the, and they're, they're wrapping their heads around like where can i make money like you got to find something you're passionate about 100%. you got to find something that there's a need right I'm passionate about bikes and there was a need and I kind of filled the void. Um, and so yep. it fits really well and I'm not going to get bored of doing it because like I said, I have a passion for it. Same thing with you. You might have a passion for, for hunting for that treasure and then flipping yeah. it. Yeah. Um, 
So that's what I recommend to people. Like find something that you you really like to do and there's got to be a need out there. It becomes fun. And then and go do it. And then don't expect, don't expect like things to happen overnight. It takes time. Yeah. Yeah. Even my kids, like, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't push them. Um, They did this on their own. They started a candle business. I'm still waiting for my candle. Yeah, I know. So I have I place to an it. order. It's made. But, I mean, they started a candle business. They, they ordered supplies. They're making their yeah. own candles. They're packaging them, and they're selling them. And they're they're making a decent buck on it. Are they uh, and shipping, they're high school, or is it just They're local? high school students. Uh, they haven't done any shipping. Um, they've done, you know, deliveries on their own, or they had people picking them up. Yeah. So it's all been within the GTA, basically. Right. Yeah. You know, so I guess they see what, you know, I guess kids see what their parents do and they're, they're, they're going to pick up on certain things. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't push them and they, they just did it on their own and I'm really proud of them and I hope it goes well. And if it doesn't, it's a, it's a lesson they're going to learn and and they can apply it later in life. So all good. Yeah. Yeah. My niece, my niece is, uh, YouTubing and she, um, She's YouTubing just to gain confidence in like public speaking. She doesn't really do it. I mean, she has fun doing it, but again, it's one of those things that it's a skill that she will, you know, eventually develop um, and gain confidence in public speaking or or whatever the case may be. But she's, you know, learning to speak in front of a camera and lights. Yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, she did my makeup yesterday or two nights ago. Nice. She did uh, eyeshadow on me, so you'll see that uh, oh, wow. on her channel one day. <laughs> oh, please send me the link. I gotta forward that to everyone. <laughs> hey, listen, I still broke the internet with my Eddie Vedder YouTube video. Do you remember that? Yes, We're not I gonna do. ever share that, but it was classic. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, listen, I think we. Uh... We had a good conversation. I don't think I have very much to add. And the Leafs are in the third period, so I really want to go catch the Leafs. It's uh, 2-2 with six minutes left. I kind of have it in the background, but it's, yeah, I'm trying to focus on you, your pretty face. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, it was a good, good conversation. Stuff, I, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, well, hopefully I'll see you soon, and I'll bring you a candle. I can't wait. I mean, let's let's just get together. Even on the driveway or at the Timmy's. Sounds good, man. Take care. Be safe. See you, buddy. Bye.